Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome back to The Coaching Show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough. Thank you, Dick Warren. And my dear listener, if you, first of all, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, we've been doing this for, I don't know, 14 years each and every week, and we couldn't do it without you, and we do not take you for granted. Okay, some of you would do. I know I didn't contact you on your birthday this year. I feel bad about that, but thanks for listening anyway. Um, what we need to let you know is, well, first of all, Casey Carden is here. She's our special guest co-host today. She's a coach and a creative multipreneur who's a coach for creative multipreneurs out of Brooklyn, New York, and sometimes Tennessee. Um, Casey, I know that you are like me in one regard, which is when you go looking for training in terms of your coach training, in terms of becoming a coach, deciding to take the plunge and get uh, the training that you want, that you need to be a great professional coach, you turn to the world's finest coach training program. You went looking for the finest in the world, as did I, and you found it at Accomplishment Coaching. Accomplishment Coaching is from the very beginning, designed to be the finest coach training program in the world. It's not for everyone. It's available currently in six cities in North America, and it's a year-long program that includes a coach for you each and every week through the year of the program. Um, It's a coach provided by the company. It's a coach who's been trained by them. It's one of the most consistent, integrity-filled programs I've ever found, and it's designed to have you thriving as a coach. Casey, uh, I know you did the Accomplishment Coaching Program. What do you have to say about it? What are your thoughts? Casey? Did we lose Anybody? Casey? Oh, there we go. Sorry, got it. didn't push the Am right Am I here? Button. Yeah, no. Oh, got it. Okay. I, I said absolutely life-changing. Um, those are the first words out of my mouth. Uh, I graduated from the program in 2015. Um, after starting the coaching journey a couple of years before that, sort of mentoring with some people, exploring some different programs, looking around at, you know, going back to school for different degrees and that sort of thing. Um, you know, as a person who has a master's degree and, you know, went to Vanderbilt, like education, academia, academia is really important to me. Um, so it was really important that I found a program that reflected exceptionally high standards, but was also really, really well-rounded. So not just business coaching or not just, you know, health coaching, that sort of thing. So what I really loved about one of those academic things, I really, um, was drawn to, the well-roundedness and versatility of the training and education with accomplishment coaching, um, and with the people, you know, I went into an observation, kind of the, the try it before you buy it, that accomplishment coaching offers, which is totally unique to accomplishment coaching. I don't know any other program that actually lets you come in and watch the training before you say yes. Um, and it just, it was a year that completely changed my life. Amazing. My career is totally different. Relationships, finances, like the whole picture, just a world of difference. Great. So if you are moved to uh, find out more about the world's finest coach training program, as Casey said, you could go and observe the training program. This is, as far as I know, the only training company in the world that allows you to come in and observe the training program in process. You get to see behind the the curtain. You get to see what's in the black box. Before you've agreed to anything, before you register or you don't have to register, it's just an opportunity to come and see what coach training is all about. Uh, check it out, accomplishmentcoaching.com. Casey, can you name the six cities in the world where people can find accomplishment coaching? 
I sure hope so. Let's, Let's see. see. We've got New York City. Yeah. We've got D.C., mm-hmm. Chicago, Seattle, San Diego, and Victoria, Canada. That's right. Victoria, British Columbia, and Canada. You win a prize. The prize, okay, I don't have a prize. I'm sorry. But exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that moment of, uh, of uh, promotion. And now we get back to our interview today. Uh, we're spending the entire day, the entire hour, with Mark Ruth. He's the Director of Research and Education, has been at the International Coach Federation for more than a decade, I think, celebrating his 11th year there. Uh, he's overseeing the, all the research uh, that's being done, but also, as we were talking about just before the break, the education department. We're finding out that the ICF and PricewaterhouseCoopers have just conducted and published the Global Consumer Awareness Study of 2017, a study that was done in 2010, 2014, and now this year. You can find that by going to coachfederation.org. That's the ICF website, coachfederation.org, forward slash consumer study 2017. That's consumer study 2017. Mark, just before the break, uh, I was talking to you about the dual role there. Lots of yeah. people are in charge of either research or education. How do you, how do you face, take on the challenge of both? So I think when I when I began, of course, we weren't the staff that we are now in terms of the number of global employees uh, working for ICF. So everybody was doing more than what they should have been doing. But it was just always kind of a natural fit, I think, to have um, the, the information you collected be immediately – the insights that you gleaned from that immediately turned into some sort of learning opportunity. And um, the team has been built around uh, the work that I began way back when, and now I think we're probably closer to 10 employees than we are one. So uh, it's not me doing the work. It's me just having a little foot in both camps really at this point. But I, I have to tell you it's, it's, it's extremely rewarding because – you, you can observe the, the findings from either a member survey or an industry study like this, and you think something's interesting, but it's always viewed through my lens or my bias. It's really heartening when you're able to develop, um, say, a conference presentation or a virtual uh, learning opportunity and get the feedback um, that, oh, this is something valuable to a, a coach practitioner. Or uh, recently we've done quite a bit of – research on the organizational coaching spectrum. And so our work with the Human Capital Institute has allowed us to really focus exclusively on organizational coaching. But um, I I really feel like um, it's kind of a labor of love and the people I work with are really passionate about it as well. So um, I think I could give you a really good example of of, of a success story from this study. Um, earlier when we began our talk, you mentioned Converge. Uh, that was our international conference we completed just back in, in August in Washington, D.C. Very successful event, sold-out event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we did this, and I think you've talked to some of my colleagues about the the reimagining of this conference. We actually had physical space we called neighborhoods that were designed around the content. Mm-hmm. And we had one called Development Zone, and that was designed to um, – have content featured there that would help a coach develop their practice, but also how organizations could build a coaching culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we took the results from this study, this global consumer awareness study, and and developed a custom presentation. And it was called something like, you know, the minds of the minds of the different generations, or basically, what do we, what do you need to know as a practitioner from 
um, the consumers that participated in this study. And Colin McElhaney, who's the global research director for PwC, presented the talk. It was really fascinating uh, the response we got from that and um, the takeaways that we were able to provide coaches. So when they say, okay, this this data is – it's interesting, but what does it mean for how I operate on a day-to-day basis? And we had some really great conversations about, okay, so you know the generations don't react the same to messaging around coaching because their understanding is different. You know that they seek coaching for different reasons. Um, you understand these things, and you really need to understand that as the age and stage of your client changes, so will their needs and how they use coaching. And it was I know it sounds very obvious when I say something like that, but for the practitioners that were listening to the talk in D.C., they thought, well, what does this mean for my website? Right. What does this mean for how I prospect my leads? Um, how do I – like is my website even relevant for a millennial? Will they take one look at it and go, this is horrific? So I think all they needed, some of them, was some validation that this wasn't ICF saying to them, this is what you should do. This is what consumers say they want, and um, because we – you know, we're a standard-setting body, but we also have an individual credential, which I know you you hold, Christopher. Mm-hmm. We we ask questions about okay, consumers, tell us what you know what value credentials have. And we didn't say the ICF credential; we said certifications or credentials. Uh, it it was the people in the audience were blown away when we the consumers were telling them, um, not only do I look for my coach's credential. But when I have not only been aware of coaching but participated and were asked about the satisfaction, we were able to provide compelling evidence that consumers who were coached by a credentialed coach had way higher levels of satisfaction, were more likely to recommend coaching to others. And um, you know, again, that might seem obvious, but we sometimes hear people that are members of the ICF saying, well, I'm a member, but I don't really tell people I'm a member or I'm a credential holder, but I don't, I don't, my clients don't ask for it. Well, that doesn't mean they don't care about it. Maybe you should be leading with that message. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Casey, got a credential? I'm one call away from my PCC, you guys. Yeah. Any day now, any day. Super excited. Um, yeah. This, I, this conversation, I'm so glad you brought this up because I was, this was what was on my mind before the break when you were talking about the awareness of what coaching is and isn't, you know, and how credentialing plays into that part of education and things like that. So, um, aside from, I'm hearing you say it's important for us as coaches to actually talk about it and educate our clients and potential clients, you know, are there other takeaways for us as coaches on how to get this out into the world and how to use this information to make a difference for more people? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think the the minimum is that the consumer is more savvy than maybe some coaches give them credit for being. So, and and, and interestingly, you know, we had people that had never participated in a coaching relationship that were a part of this study. We didn't, you know, shut them out once we learned that. We we asked them questions as well because uh, it's good to get that companion perspective. We asked them about coaching credentials, even if they you know, hadn't participated in coaching. Well, still yet, yeah, do you think it's important for a professional coach to have a credential? Absolutely. Um, so 
um, you know, if, if I could just provide that one takeaway that spanned all generations was um, regardless of the generational category they may fall into, um, you know, they, they really underscore the importance of that seal of credential because it means something. It, it, it's, uh, it's a mark of security. Mark, are there any other um, really important essential takeaways from the research and from this 2017 study that we haven't hit on yet? Well, I think, um, you know, you don't want me to just drop a bunch of statistics on you. But what I will say is um, trending. um, So there's a there's a categorization here I have to provide you. While there were 30 nations in this most recent study, we have certain questions that we can ask and gain trending information from for the nations that have participated in all three studies. So that's. 16 of the 30 nations this year have been in that core group of nations that have been with us since 2010. Right. So when we have that opportunity and we can benchmark some really key indicators um, and indicators being awareness of coaching, participation in coaching, and then, of course, satisfaction with coaching, um, I think a really key – takeaway and ICF can't just take credit for this of course it's it's the schools it's the practitioners um, it's people having great success with coaching but I'm happy to say that within these 16 core nations and and they think they represent about three-fourths of ICF's critical mass these these 16 countries awareness of coaching has has risen steadily since 2010 so when I say awareness of coaching um, that would be people that said I'm either somewhat or very aware. If you combine those two responses, it was 54% in 2010. Mm-hmm. So just seven years later, that number has risen to 68%. Nice. But more importantly, the very awares have almost doubled. It's from 14% to 23%. Those are really, really positive to say they're positive is an understatement because not only has the awareness grown in those 16 nations but coaching has grown outside and and i mean we're in 130 countries icf is now so um if awareness is growing globally and so are we then what you know it it only stands to reason that more people would participate in coaching that has also come through in this but the best the best news of all i think is the satisfaction continues to soar um in 2010, much like I gave you the awareness statistic, um, 35% who had participated as the coachee in a coaching relationship, very satisfied with the coaching process. Another 48 were somewhat satisfied. So that combined to be about an 83% statistic. That number is now up to 90, but the very satisfied has gone from 35 to 50. Great. Those wow. are compelling figures. That is compelling. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm going to ask you to comment on something that I think is big in our country and society, at least, right now, and also coming up, I think, big in coaching. As I go to the Converge Conference and the ACTO Conferences and some others, I'm noticing more and more we as coaches are aware of and looking into our our own bias, our own um, our own sort of uh, culture and power uh, relationships. And we're just, you know, sort of generally looking at what our blind spots are. I know that it may not be the right study, the global 
awareness study in terms of consumer awareness, but are there studies that you've either got planned or that are in process that are addressing any of this, or are you learning anything about uh, the impact of coach bias or power and culture in coaching? Um, I will say that we don't have that as a topic in any of the industry research we've done thus far. I will tell you on the education side, uh, we do a uh, – the education team does a horizon scan uh, semi-annually and we kind of – you know, we know what we're talking about. We know what our members want to learn. But we also watch what kind of other organizations that intersect with coaching, uh, what are they delivering training on, what are they featuring at their conferences. Um, the subject of unconscious bias um, – so that's not only for the coach themselves, but for their for their clients that they're hoping to you know raise their awareness. That is a topic that has um, had steady popularity. I think that you couldn't provide enough training on that subject. In fact, at Converge, uh, we did have some presenters that that did talk about unconscious bias. And then, as far as the essentially, I think you were alluding to like a power dynamic in in cultural and um, cultural spectrums. I think um, diversity and inclusion is also a very popular topic. Uh, I think that there are some communities of practice that the ICF has right now that uh, talk about this on a somewhat regular basis. But um, we definitely have that on our radar um, as as term in terms of an educational topic area and. I think people that went to Converge would have recognized that we did feature that. Indeed, yeah. I'm also giving a talk on it uh, next month, so I was looking for a leg up there. If you could, you know, if you could study it really quick, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about what is coming up. You've got um, studies always going on. What are you excited about? That's in the. It's either going on now or in the on the horizon. <laughs> Well, in terms of industry research, uh, it was a very, very busy year. In 2017, we released not this study but actually two uh, industry studies. So in addition to the consumer awareness study, we also released uh, what was our fourth in four years studies on building a coaching culture. Um, so I, I, I really would encourage anybody, especially if they're interested in um, the notion of building a coaching culture and – how it impacts different generations. Um, our study we just did with the Human Capital Institute, we released that in September, um, was called Building a Coaching Culture with Millennial Leaders. And this is an important distinction because we talk a lot about how millennials react to coaching, um, but it's more about the one-to-one -one relationship that, that the coach and the coachee have at that moment. What happens when that millennial becomes a leader in the organization and people report to them? Um, so we're trying to observe over time um, individuals that work in organizations. We also, in this study that I just mentioned, cut it by generation. How are organizations um, addressing the learning and development for these individuals inside the organization, millennials in particular, but what are they doing for people who are baby boomers or you know that are working later and later in their lives? So um, I would really encourage anybody if they have uh, time to go to coachfederation.org forward slash coaching culture, and that landing page features – all four studies we've released since 2014 with the Human Capital Institute. Again, if you're an ICF member, no cost at all to download that report. And whereas the executive summary for the consumer study is about a 30-page document, um, the one we released with 
HCI just in September is almost 40 pages, um, and it's really great value. So um, in answer to your question on the industry research side, we're going to breathe a little bit. Yeah. We're going to continue with the rollout of the findings, and I'm really more excited about what's coming up on the education side in 2018. Well, tell us, tell us. Well, um, I mentioned to you that we did converge. We're already talking about where are we going to go with the next Converge in 2019? Mm-hmm. So I can tell you um, the research team and the education team have been scouring the attendee evaluation from, uh, from the 2017 event and also individual breakout sessions. We're going to make some recommendations probably early in 2018 about where that location will be. Uh, nothing to share with you for now. But um, in the meantime, 2018 is going to be an important year for education because in years where we do not do Converge as a face-to-face or in-person event, we have really great virtual programming. Um, so the business development series, which we've done oh twice since 2015, very successful event. Um, we're getting ready to kick that off in 2018, and um, I knew you'd be interested in this because we were talking about the consumer awareness study. Right. The people that attend the business development series in 2018 will actually get some some content from Converge provided to them that was recorded, video recorded. So they'll get that as kind of an on-demand package, but then we're going to bring back some of the most popular or best-rated or um, – presenters and actually allow them an opportunity to create something new for the business development series. And I can tell you, uh, because we just got confirmation this week, that Colin McElhaney, who did the presentation on the consumer study, will be coming back with William Arruda, and they're going to take all of the results from this study and actually translate it and say, what does this mean for the practitioner? What does this mean for your credential coach finder profile what does this mean for your website your linkedin profile so we know what consumers think now here's what you do with it so that's going to be one of the earliest sessions we do and the business development series is going to run from february 6th to march 1st it's usually going to be two live sessions every week so for those four weeks um, and i can tell you that registration will open on january 2nd we will have Several hundred people participate. We try to make it as interactive as we can. Um, All the information you'd want to know about the Business Development Series, if they would visit coachfederation.org forward slash BDS, as in Business Development Series. Um, Right now, what you'll see there, Christopher, is a little form to let yourself join a notification list, Mm -hmm. and then when registration uh, opens, you'll get pinged and it'll say, Hey, the content is now available for you to say, I want to go to this, sign me up. And, um, last year, uh, the last time we did this was in 2016 because we actually brought the business development content into converge in that area that I told you was called the development zone. So this is essentially going to be an every year, um, content opportunity. Some years it may be at converge and other years it'll be virtual. Well, Mark, on behalf of coaches everywhere, Anna, thank you for the incredible work you and your teams are doing. We're so excited about this study, and I think everybody just marked their calendar for January 2nd so they could register. We can all register for the Business Development Series in February and March of next year. We've got only about half a minute left or so. Mark, do you want to have a parting thought or a parting shot you'd like to give our 30 or 50 or 1,000 coaches or so? Well, I just want to thank 
all of them for for spending an hour with us today. Um, I think research is sometimes a, a tough sell for people joining <laughs> a, a conversation like this. I tried not to make it too too nerdy. I hope that was successful. But. You're great. All right. Well, thank you for all the work that you do. And what about you, Casey Cardin? A parting thought or shot for the 30, 40, 50,000 coaches today? Just a huge thank you. This was actually really fascinating. And I'm actually logging on to the ICF website as we speak to go look at the study in all of its its glory. Um, so thank you, Mark, so much for sharing all of this. And thanks, Christopher, for having me on today. All right. You can, of course, find the International Coach Federation at coachfederation.org. And uh, go ahead and uh, do forward slash consumer uh, study 2017. When uh, when you have a moment, go check out creativemultipreneurs.com and say hi to Casey. And I thank you, dear listener. 14 years of this and uh, still going strong, still providing great information. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Join Culinary Masters and Legendary Winemakers for one of the largest Epicurean celebrations, the 14th Annual San Diego Bay Wine and Food Festival. From November 12th through the 19th, this week-long extravaganza features celebrity and local chefs, 200 amazing wineries, 70 of San Diego's best restaurants, and it's a week of citywide events. Go to VinVillage.com to save big on select tickets. For event and hotel packages, visit SanDiegoWineClassic.com. That's SanDiegoWineClassic.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Cybersecurity is the fastest-growing job sector. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup encourages kids to consider computer security as an interesting course of study and a valuable career path. Securing our eCity helps lead this youth competition to create interest and awareness among students and their schools. The San Diego Mayor's Cyber Cup. Learn more at securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. Do you love wine, but it doesn't love you back in the morning? Then it's time to try Alcotox, the ultimate hangover cure. Alcotox is a dietary supplement that reduces the harmful side effects of alcohol and it benefits all alcohol consumers, not just those who occasionally overindulge. So now, for less than the cost of a drink, you can wake up hangover-free. 
To learn more, go to vinvillage.com and let Alcotox make hangovers a thing of the past.